0: Hello and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Hello and welcome to the hot topic for the month of July. The hot topic for today is going to be Canada Day. It is Canada Day every year on July 1st. So we have just missed Canada Day. It was on Monday of this week and I was in Toronto for this time. So I'm not going to get into too much detail about the specifics of Canada Day, but I'll tell you why we celebrate it and what I did to celebrate Canada Day this year. Canada Day commemorates a special event that took place On July 1st in 1867 so this is a date where a Constitution Act took place which united separate colonies that at that time hadn't formed together to create Canada so essentially it's like the day that Canada really began Canada is a very new country 1867 it's not that long ago only recently we celebrated the 150th birthday of Canada so Canada really is a baby. If you look at its history, it is very recent. And that is, unless of course you are looking at the Aboriginal history. Even the Canadian flag, which is super famous today, the colours of red and white and a big red maple leaf right in the middle, wasn't created until 1965. So again, it's it's very, very recently. So for Canadians, Canada Day is like July 4th for Americans, which was actually this week also. So as you can see, they are very close together, July 1st and July 4th. Um, So they are both kind of celebrating similar things and it's, it's kind of like the country's main day to celebrate. So I had already planned a trip to Toronto for this time to be meeting up with some family so I thought I'd go into a bit more detail about what I did while I was in Toronto while also giving you some suggestions if you would like to visit Toronto yourself and maybe give you an idea of what you can expect. In the small city where I live in Canada we do actually have a special celebration for Canada Day. It's kind of like a combination for both Canada Day and 4th of July because I live at one of the borders that Uh, crosses over to America here in Canada. So because I live so close to the border, we kind of have a celebration which celebrates both and it's normally done the week previously, so it doesn't favour either holiday in particular. So we have a really nice fireworks display. We also have helicopters which fly over with both of the flags, which then swap to opposite sides of the river because I live at a river. I think it's a really nice symbol that you have the Canadian flag being pulled by the helicopter, flown over to the American side and vice versa with the American flag flying on the Canadian side. This is a really, really fun celebration and not one that you want to miss. In fact, I was really, really looking forward to it, but sadly, very, very sadly, uh, the day before, or a couple days before, I managed to badly sprain my foot. So unfortunately, I was not able to attend this year because I couldn't walk at that time. <laughs> So luckily my foot did heal in time for my trip to Toronto, so I went away last Friday. I did already mention it to you guys, I think. Um, And I was there for four nights and five days. Now, my trip does start with a rather funny or curious story because as you may or may not know, I uh, actually quite like using Airbnb, honestly, and I've never really had a bad experience with them. However, on this occasion, the owner of the house was very, very, very strange. And I think she had perhaps a lot of personal problems in her life. And so it turned out that I was not able to stay at that accommodation. Airbnb were really nice to try and help me out with that situation, but I did have to book a hotel very, very, very last minute, literally at midnight the night before to make sure that I could stay in Toronto. But once the accommodation was sorted out, I was able to proceed with my holiday as normal. Uh, My foot was still in a little bit of pain, but it recovered slowly, so it didn't cause me any big problems. Friday we arrived quite late in the evening, lots of traffic going up to Toronto as you can expect because it's a holiday weekend. So normally the trip takes me around 4 hours by car, but it did indeed take about 5 hours. And once we arrived there, all we really wanted to do was to go and grab some dinner and relax. I was there with my family so we decided to meet up in a small little pub for some food. I had a steak and Guinness pie with mashed potato. I absolutely love mashed potato and potatoes in general but (laughs) if there's a menu option that says mashed potato, I'm probably very likely to pick that one. And steak and Guinness pie, it's a very famous Irish dish actually because Guinness is from Ireland if you don't already know. But of course the gravy is cooked the same way that you can cook with wine. It's not really much different, it's just cooking with a certain type of alcohol. So that when you actually go to eat it, normally you probably can't even taste the Guinness that much. I mean, personally, I don't really drink much alcohol and I definitely wouldn't drink Guinness. But steak and Guinness pie is very delicious. (laughs) So yeah, Friday was really simple, just a travel day, got some food and relaxed and settled into our hotel. Saturday, however, we had some plans to go to a fort. It was indeed called Fort Malden, and forts are normally located on the edge of water, perhaps on the edge of a lake or the ocean. In this case, it would have been on the edge of the lake because if you don't already know, we're surrounded by the Great Lakes. However, it is not located on the exact edge of the lake today it is quite close but in fact there is quite a bit of distance and the reason for that is um a lot of toronto is actually (laughs) man-made so it didn't exist um about 200 years ago and since that time they actually built the land they built highways They built things that definitely weren't there before, so the fort is now pushed back quite far from the shore edge. I mean, physically it doesn't seem that far, but in retrospect, if you consider, you know, that everything is kind of like man-made then, it's, it's pretty far. The fort was really fun. There were people doing kind of like reenactments, wearing the British soldiers uniform from back in the day. Um, they also put up the British flag on a flagpole and sang a rendition of our national anthem in the UK of God Save the Queen. It was quite interesting to watch. They were playing drums and other instruments and it was quite entertaining. Very, very hot though. I was not expecting it to be quite so hot in Toronto because it is further north than where I live so I was hoping desperately that it would be a little bit cooler but it definitely wasn't. Humidity was through the roof and you have to wear lots of sunscreen to make sure you don't burn. So after exploring the old soldiers barracks we decided to go and look at something more naturey and so we went to the Scarborough Cliffs. So people don't expect Toronto to have beaches but there are uh, quite a few beaches at least located in or quite close to Toronto um, because it is on a very very large lake so it's kind of like being at the seaside. You have a sandy beach and you have the waves and you can't see the other side so you might as well be at the seaside but you are at a lake. So we went to Scarborough Cliffs which I was very much looking forward to. However, it was very, 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 very busy. Again, you can imagine this from a holiday weekend. And I didn't really see much of these cliffs that I saw in the pictures. Like maybe I was just walking in the wrong direction, but there weren't any signs telling me where to go. And I think I saw a small glimpse of them, but it definitely didn't meet my expectations. And next to the cliffs there's meant to be another really, really lovely sandy beach. Um, so we decided to try and move the car a little bit closer to the beach, but there was zero parking. And again, it was very, very hectic with the amount of people there. So I don't know if it would have been enjoyable even if we did get to the beach, but sadly we didn't. So that was kind of Saturday, just kind of finished it off with having an Indian buffet Um, The Indian buffet was just very simple, nothing very elegant, just cheap and cheerful, as we like to say, and quite spicy, if I do say so myself. Um, I think I have a little bit of spice tolerance, but maybe not that good. A lot of the Indian restaurants I go to, when I order curries, they like genuinely don't make it that spicy, but if they make it spicy, then I know like, okay, it's more authentic maybe. (laughs) I don't know, but either way, it was enjoyable. I love, love, love to eat Indian food. And then we go on to Sunday. Sunday, we decided to go to Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls is not located in Toronto. It's actually an hour and a half's drive away from Toronto. So it's quite far. Like often people advertise Niagara Falls to people who are visiting Toronto, but it's definitely not that close. I think you can get some kind of public transport arranged to help you get there if you're a tourist. But yeah, it's it's definitely something you have to work into like a whole day trip. But we left really early around 7 a.m. in the morning to make sure that we got there nice and early. So I have been to Niagara Falls before, but my family have not. So if I ever have any family visiting, I have to show them Niagara Falls, of course, because it's one of the most popular places that people want to visit. And I understand why totally. Now, if you go to Niagara Falls, the number one attraction that you might want to do is the boat, and the boat is called the Hornblower Cruise, and if you get on this boat, it goes right up to the Horseshoe Falls, which is on the American side, and of course, it goes right up to Niagara Falls. You actually get given a poncho because you get soaking wet when it goes up to Niagara Falls, (laughs) but it is definitely a fun experience, and in the heat, it was really nice and refreshing, definitely was worth it at that time. I mean, Niagara Falls isn't very cheap. There are lots and lots of attractions. To me, it kind of resembles Las Vegas, which isn't really what you would expect for a place which is supposed to be a natural conservation area. But indeed, if you turn your back to Niagara Falls, you will see there is a strip of many restaurants, many different attractions, wax museums, haunted houses, Uh, things like that including go-karting, golf courses, ferris wheels. Uh, There's an endless amount of things to do and an endless amount of things that you could possibly spend your money on and it might be more appealing to you if you have a family um, or less appealing because maybe the children will want to spend all your money (laughs) depending on how you look at it. But we just decided to just go to Niagara Falls, go on the boat which isn't that cheap either and then to have some lunch at a burger joint. Um, We say joint sometimes just to describe like a place. (laughs) That's hard to say, like a burger joint. It's just like a burger place. Yeah. Then we decided to head home. I would have been quite happy to stay there for a bit longer, but I think my family were content. They'd seen the falls and they were ready to go, which is probably a good idea because like I said, You don't really want to spend too much money there. So we decided to head home, but I wanted to explore a little bit more of Toronto that day. So I decided in the evening to head out to Chinatown. And honestly, I've never really seen like some really spectacular Chinatowns. They're normally kind of mediocre. And I wouldn't say that this one was particularly spectacular. I quite enjoyed it because it seemed quite big and there was a vast range of different restaurants that you can eat at. So for me personally, I started by going to eat dumplings, which was really, really nice as a kind of starter at one restaurant. Then I left that restaurant and went for a walk around Kensington Market. I didn't quite realize it at the time, but it is very close to Chinatown. So I decided to wander over there too. And it was really, really amazing. Like it's quite similar to Camden Town in London in some ways, but the vibe was just awesome. People were dancing in the middle of the road. People were playing the saxophone. There was one lady who was literally writing poetry from a typewriter and just other people kind of playing music, hanging out, dancing, really enjoying the mood and I just thought wow, this this area is just so positive, so amazing that I would love to visit there again. Um definitely if I go back to Toronto, I think Kensington Market will be the number one place that I will revisit. Honestly, That's probably it. (laughs) I think I'd like to go back to Kensington Market. I would definitely like to go up CN Tower one more time. But that would be it. Kind of. So after Kensington Market. We just wandered around there. And we decided okay. We still want to eat more uh, Asian food. So we found a delicious delicious ramen restaurant. Which was packed full. Yet surprisingly despite that it was full. It was nice and quiet inside. Which really does suit me. So. Uh, we had some delicious ramen in there and I was happy to see that the waiters and waitresses were actually Japanese um, because often I see restaurants labelled as Japanese restaurant or Japanese ramen restaurant and the workers there are normally Chinese or from a completely different background. So. Personally, you know, if I'm going to eat Chinese food, it's nice if you have Chinese waiters. If you're going to eat Thai food, it's nice to see Thai people there, Indian food, Indian people, and I just kind of expect the same for Japanese food, but I guess we don't have such a large uh, Japanese population here. I'm not saying I have anything against other foreign workers in restaurants, but I think we can all agree that it's kind of something that you expect. Like, I wouldn't expect to walk into a British fish and chip shop and be greeted by a Japanese worker there. It just wouldn't really make sense. I mean, if he makes good fish and chips, then I really don't care. I think we can all agree on that a little bit, to some extent. It just kind of proves the authenticity of the restaurant. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But all in all, it was a really lovely evening and really, really enjoyable. And after that, we decided on Monday, well, it was Canada Day, so... We already had tickets booked for a baseball game for the Toronto Blue Jays, which is the famous baseball team in Toronto. Um, Maybe you've heard of them, but they have a very large stadium. So yeah, it was really, really cool because I think recently they haven't played so well, but they actually won this day. So that was really enjoyable. And the opening ceremony was really, really beautiful. They had Canadian soldiers come out and unrolled this really, 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 really large Canadian flag that was pretty impressive and um, a lady singing the national anthem and she did a really, really good job. I just, I really enjoy kind of like the entrance to sports games, whether that's baseball or hockey. Um, It just brings a lot of pride to my heart because when the national anthem comes on and the England football team is there, Most of them historically don't know the words to the English anthem. And, like, I get it because nobody in England really knows the words to the national anthem. Okay, not nobody, but, like, the majority of people because we don't really, like, get taught it at school. I don't think at all. Like, nobody gets taught the national anthem at school. So, unless you just decide to research on the internet, then you probably won't know it. But there is more of an expectation for the sports players to at least know the national anthem and at least for the england football players they normally don't (laughs) so it's a nice change to see that most canadians uh know their national anthem actually it's pretty simple to be honest Um, although it does go into french halfway through so it's quite interesting and um yeah i mean i feel a little bit canadian because i live here and maybe one day i will feel even more canadian (laughs) um so yeah it's it's a lovely sense of pride in that moment that i just really enjoy so for food that day we just went and got some more pub food we actually found a british pub um and got some bangers and mash which is another way to say sausage and mashed potato Um, which was really, really good. And I also had some apple crumble, which is a lovely pudding or dessert in England, which is just delicious. And some people might think, well, why are you eating like at the Indian restaurant and at the Japanese restaurant and at the British restaurant when you're in Canada? And it's like, well, where else do you expect me to eat? (laughs) The population of Toronto, I believe, is made up of 50% of first-generation immigrants. So the variety of food from different places around the world is just amazing. It's great. And except from poutine, as I've mentioned many times previously, there isn't really anything that's, like, truly Canadian, Um, I did say I was going to try beaver towels which is a type of Canadian dessert but I completely forgot and once again I still haven't tried them but one day I'm sure I'll get around to it. (laughs) So we headed up to our hotel rooftop in the hopes of watching some fireworks from the rooftop. Uh, We have a nice hot tub there but unfortunately I guess we were just located in a bad spot because a bunch of people went to the rooftop to watch the fireworks and there were, like, none. So I stayed for, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, okay, I don't don't think they're going to be showing any fireworks from this side or this perspective. So I just headed back to bed. I was kind of sad because I missed our local fireworks, and then I didn't get to see any Canada Day fireworks. But I didn't want to go directly to a fireworks display in Toronto because I just couldn't even imagine how busy that would be. So my final thoughts on Toronto... Well, do you know what? It's a pretty cool city. If you like cities, you probably like it. Personally, I'm not a big fan of big cities. I like small cities, small towns and the countryside. So it's a little bit too much for me personally. But there's a lot of things that you can do and especially, like I said, a lot of places to eat. And the downtown center with all the shops like where you can find like Uniqlo for example is super super busy and kind of has some resemblance to what you would expect from the downtown area in a big city like that. Oh I forgot to mention that I did pick up some Japanese cheesecake from a bakery there which was amazing. I absolutely love Japanese cheesecake. But sadly the the worst thing from the trip was that there was... A lot of homeless people, and I mean like a lot. And like, not only were they homeless, but they were also beggars. So they were going up to people and begging them for money. Like, they were literally knocking on cars that were stopped at traffic lights, asking them for money. They went into cafes and people who were queuing, like myself, it happened to me, they were tapping on people's shoulders and asking them for money. And that definitely takes away from the whole experience of being on holiday. It's not really something that you want to see. Um, There are definitely some people who are mentally ill, who were just dancing in the middle of traffic, and that was just crazy to see because they almost got killed. There were definitely lots of people on drugs. Um, So yeah, it's, it's not great. Like, I I'm not saying like, oh, it spoiled my holiday, because I'm not selfish like that, I just think it's sad that these people are left, like they've been completely cast out of society, because even in my small city, we do have homeless people, but I know that we have a good homeless shelter, we have a soup kitchen, I regularly see people bring in these homeless people uh, pizzas and coffees, and so I feel like, okay, these people are kind of being looked after, but Clearly, the ones in the city were not, and I guess most of them were also drug addicts. So, yeah, it was a little bit distressing because I was only there for a few days, but I saw all of these different things happening. And it seemed like everywhere you looked, there were homeless people. So, I was quite surprised because even in London, we have homeless people, but you might not notice it so much, especially not in the middle of the city. And normally, they would just kind of be sitting down on the edge of streets. And it's quite blasé to just go up to people, literally tapping on their shoulders or tapping on their car and asking them for money. Personally, I I just don't really like that behavior. Um, So yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit distressing. And so I'm definitely a bit disappointed in that. But don't let that put you off your trip to Toronto. If you are really, really excited to go, I'm sure you will have a good time. There are lots of other cool things that you can do there. Maybe just check out the area where you are staying. Make sure it's not a sketchy area. And I'm sure you'll be good. Um, Also, maybe try not to visit during a Canadian holiday because it will be super, super busy and yeah, other than that, I I think you can have a good time in Toronto, and I just want to say happy Canada Day, especially if there are any Canadians listening, Um, I hope you really enjoyed the holiday, Uh, it's still super, super hot here in Canada, I think it's going to be like this for a few months right now, and humidity is super high, so it definitely makes it feel even worse (laughs) but I know it's hot all around the world right now climate change right I know (laughs) okay I'm just joking that's it for my podcast episode today I hope you learned a little bit about Toronto and Canada today and I hope that you enjoyed this episode I'm trying to get more of the transcripts up on the website sorry if there is a little bit of a delay Um, I was on holiday and my life is super busy right now so (laughs) I'm trying my best to get everything done at the same time but I promise eventually the transcript will be up there Okay, that's it from me, and I hope you enjoy your weekend. Goodbye!